Seven Tamuz, Zion Tamuz, Tzadik. His Praise, 431. When you are trying to fall asleep and you find you cannot, never try to force yourself to sleep. The more you try forcing yourself, the more sleep will elude you. The same applies to everything in the world. You should never try to force yourself too hard in anything, because the more you try forcing yourself, the stronger the opposing forces become. There are times when this applies even to prayer and devotion. Certainly you should be extremely diligent and make every effort to sanctify your life and reach a level of true devotion. Where something can be done today, never leave it for tomorrow. The world does not stop even for a moment. Anything you can do to serve God should be done immediately and determinedly, without delay. Who knows what obstacles, outer and inner, you will face if you leave it until later. Man's world consists only of the present. However, there are times when you see that in spite of all your efforts and determination, you cannot seem to succeed in what you want. Sometimes you must simply wait. Don't be discouraged because you are not achieving what you want. Don't let this push you off course. You must wait a little until the time comes. This is something that cannot be adequately explained in writing. The Rebbe himself was quite unique in this respect. No one could match the speed and diligence with which he did things. Anything which had to be done, even if it concerned merely physical needs, he would do immediately and with amazing speed. This was certainly true when it came to spiritual tasks. Yet, at the same time, the Rebbe was always extraordinarily composed. If he saw that with all his efforts he was still not succeeding, he always remained patient and relaxed. The only important thing is to look towards God at all times with longing and yearning, even when things are not going as well as you might like with your prayers and devotions. Never despair, no matter what. As soon as God gives you the opportunity to do something holy, do it immediately. It is impossible to explain this in writing, but if you are intelligent and you want the truth, you will be able to find guidance as to how to succeed in your devotions. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom His Wisdom 186 We saw the Rebbe accurately predict the future in many cases. Once, during the ten days of repentance between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the Rebbe said, Heaven help us, there will be great illness this year. This took place in 5567-1806. When he left the mikvah before Yom Kippur that year, he felt his head to see if he was still alive, out of apprehension of the impending illness. The Rebbe's prediction came true, and many people became ill that year. See May Mohanat number 16. Another year, there was a serious inflation of prices. When there was a good wheat crop that summer, people thought that prices would go down. But the Rebbe said that prices would not go down and that the inflation would last for two years. The Rebbe's prediction came true, and the inflation lasted through the second year. When the two years ended, the prices finally went down. Similar things occurred many times. However, we have already stated that we do not wish to speak of the Rebbe's miracles, for this is not his praise. From his words, it can also be understood that the Rebbe was forbidden to reveal miracles. Therefore, we saw only very few such wonders and predictions. If you look carefully into the Rebbe's words, you will see that he knew what was going to happen, even in the very distant future. Still, everything was well concealed and hidden. To speak of such things is not our affair. The Aleph Bet Book A Righteous Person A. 
67. Giving a gift to a Torah scholar is like bringing a first fruit offering. 68. Do not try to force God's hand. 69. One who loves the tzaddik must keep him from getting a bad name. 70. The tzaddik despises all the favors of wicked men. 71. Do not beseech or bother your master as long as it is possible to achieve what you seek through your own efforts. 72. While a tzaddik is still in this world, his portion in the Garden of Eden is being used by the tzaddikim already there. 73. There are certain disciples whose very essence is dependent on the merit of the tzaddik. When the tzaddik dies, they also die or are punished. 74. Those who were followers of the tzaddik during his lifetime will be his followers even after his death or after theirs. 75. When a person is close to one tzaddik and then becomes a follower of a second tzaddik, the Torah taught to him by the first tzaddik troubles him. Kitzur Likutei Moharan 1, Lesson number 251 It will be our charity. Deuteronomy 6.25 1. As a result of conflict, upright people entertain the thoughts of the wicked, which are heretical thoughts. The remedy for this is for a person to be silent and to hand over the battle to God for him to fight. 2. A man of truth is one who performs all the mitzvot in all their fine detail between himself and his Creator, just as he does when he is in the presence of other people. It makes no difference whatsoever if he is alone or not, since he has no trace of insincerity which would lead him, God forbid, to make some sort of gesture or movement for other people to see during his religious devotions. Such a man of truth draws to himself the power of all the charity that is given, and he thereby nullifies the heretical thoughts. Lesson number 252. 1. When unity exists between the tzaddikim, giving charity is in no way damaging. For natural laws would dictate that when a person gives charity, he then lacks whatever it is that he gave away. But as a result of there being unity between the tzaddikim, it is then possible for a person to give a great deal of charity and yet to lose nothing at all. Likewise, th through this unity, a person can genuinely sacrifice his life for something, and nonetheless he will not be harmed in the slightest and he will remain alive. Lesson number 253 1. Minimizing the amount that one sleeps reduces one's sexual desire. See more in this lesson in Likutei Moharan. Lesson number 254. 1. Eyes are something very sublime and exalted indeed. They are constantly seeing great and awesome things, namely, wondrous visions and revelations. Were a person to merit good and righteous eyes, he would know great things just on the basis of what his eyes see. This is because the eyes are constantly seeing these things. It is just that the person does not know what it is that he is seeing. Lesson number 255. 1. When a person believes in the tzaddik without any knowledge at all, it is possible for him to fall from that faith. But if, in addition to his faith, he also has knowledge, by which he intellectually comprehends something of the greatness of the tzaddik, it is impossible for him to fall. Rabbi Nachman's stories, The Seven Beggars, The Third Day Once, all the wise men were sitting together, and each one boasted of his wisdom. One boasted that with his wisdom he had discovered how to make iron. One boasted that he had discovered another type of metal. One boasted that with his wisdom he had discovered how to make silver, which is more valuable. 
One boasted that he had discovered how to make gold. One boasted that he had discovered how to make weapons. One boasted that he had invented ways of making metals from ingredients out of which metals are not usually made. One boasted about other sciences, since with these sciences such things as saltpeter and gunpowder were invented. Thus, each one boasted about his wisdom. Finally, one of them spoke up and said, I am wiser than all of you. I am wise like the day. Ribnussen's Letters, Year 1, Letter Number 178 Thank God, from the day I arrived here until now, God has helped me, and I have spoken a great deal about the holy lessons and conversations of the Rebbe, particularly about the lesson which talks about truth and how it is one. This is the lesson, Rabbi Akiva said, when you arrive at the stone of pure marble. Likuti Moharan 1, 51. Thank God, we spoke about this a great deal last week. Fortunate is the ear that heard, Ashrenu, Happy are we to have merited what we have, to know about a holy, true Rebbe such as this, a Rebbe for this world, who teaches us lessons such as these, who conveys to us perceptions and knowledge of godliness such as these, wonders such as these. He is also a Rebbe for the world to come. For the essence of the Rebbe's greatness we will know there with God's kindness, each person according to how much he suffered and sacrificed in order to come close to the Rebbe's name, and to his holy teachings, his holy teachings which guide a person on the true path, which put into him the will to truly fulfill Moshe's Torah of truth, written and oral, and to follow the ways of our ancestors, the true tzaddikim. Indeed, my lots have fallen in pleasant places. Now, my son, fortify yourself and be strong. Do not be daunted or afraid. For the Lord our God goes with us to save us. He will not neglect us or abandon us. The main thing is, do not be ashamed of yourself in front of them. You be as brazen as they are. Do not speak to them about this at all, but rather lead them off into something else. They will understand for themselves that we are laughing at them with God's help. They will be ashamed, and not we. For as far as our holy assembly is concerned, we have nothing at all to be ashamed of in front of them. Our master, teacher, and Rebbe himself even shouted these words, What do we have to be ashamed of? The world was created for us. Tzaddik, number 112. We must carefully recall these pure, holy words every day now. I do not have time to go on any longer. Write me a full account of what happened with Reb Shimshon, why he stood up to them in the beginning with holy boldness, and subsequently handed over to them all the books, including the handwritten one that they did not even ask for. Why did he not take pity on himself? He needs this book very much for his eternal goal, even though after the fact it will certainly turn out to have been for the best. He has nonetheless behaved foolishly. I know well that his soul is still bound together with ours, but from this you can get a glimpse of this whole evil drama that takes place here under the sun, and how the evil one lies there in ambush to attack a person all the days of his life. And even after he overcomes someone and succeeds in distancing him, he, the evil one, still pushes ahead and lies there waiting to knock him down again and distance him more and more. What can we say? Thank God that he helped us and saved us from errors and foolishness such as this. What can we give back to God for all the favors he has bestowed on us? that we merited to be in the Rebbe's holy portion. I have grabbed on to him, and I will not let go. Even when I am old and gray, God, do not abandon me. 
the words of your father waiting for salvation. Nussan of Breslau. Reb Nussan's letters, year two. Letter number 435. Regarding our project, I am very pleased that you are working on this. May God soon allow you to come safe and well with the merchandise. All our comrades are eagerly awaiting it. I assume that you will write me soon about the salvation that God and His compassion is performing in this matter. Do not send your letters here any more, though, as I intend to travel to Medvedevka for next Shabbat and after Shabbat to make my way to Uman. I very much want to be there for Shabbat Torah reading Kitetse. God will send me salvation. Most likely, I will be receiving letters from you there in accordance with your good custom. Now, my son, fortify yourself determinedly with all the words you have already heard. Always remember the enormous greatness and awesome power of the Elder of Elders of Holiness in whom we take shelter. By his enormous power, everything will be rectified with God's help. We must give praise at all times to God that he set us apart from those who err and oppose him, and be exultantly happy that we hail in the Rebbe's holy name. Rejoicing in God over this is our stronghold against everything that we endure all the time. His kindness to us has been abundant, and the truth of God is forever. The words of your Father, waiting to see you soon, alive, well, and happy. Let us be happy and rejoice in his salvation. May God, in his compassion, awaken your heart and the hearts of all of us to fortify ourselves from now on, to prepare ourselves for Holy Rosh Hashanah. May we be written and sealed for a good year, for good long lives, and for peace. Nasan of Breslov Greetings to all our comrades with a great love, and to my friend whom I love as myself, the learned, illustrious Rabbi Yaakov, may his light shine. In the end, everything is heard. I urge you, for your eternal good, to come with joy for Rosh Hashanah. Do not look at what disadvantage it may possibly cause to your honey trade during these days. God has many sources of profit and deliverance, and He can send you profit many times greater from some other place. This is especially true on Rosh Hashanah, when we are specifically engaged in sweetening. This is precisely what one does with honey, and it is the underlying mystical meaning of shofar. Creates Chaim Shar Hashofar One. See also Lakuti Halachot, Metila Yadayim Lasuuda Six, Eighty Nine to One O Four. We also eat honey. Then, therefore, you will certainly attain a much greater sweetening in this world and the next by being counted among us this coming Rosh Hashanah. It is impossible to continue as the post is to leave soon. These few words will suffice for a wise man. For the one who heeds them, it will be more pleasant and far sweeter than the finest honey. Nasan, the same. Greetings to my friend whom I cherish as myself, the illustrious, learned, holy fruit, Reb Nachman. May his light shine. I received your letter, and I read it carefully. I also gave it to Reb Avraham Dov, may he live. I now need to get it back from him, in order to give it to your uncle and brother-in-law, may they live, for them to read. At the moment, though, they are excusing themselves profusely, because they have lost a great deal and they have no steady livelihood. All the same, I will make sure to speak to them again. Salvation is in God's hands. As for you, my dear friend, throw your burden on God and He will sustain you. He will surely not abandon you. God willing, during the days of Rosh Hashanah which are approaching, we will speak face to face about everything in your heart. I also spoke to your in-law, Reb Leibola, in Kremenchug. He said that he already has a gift prepared for your daughter, may she live, 
which he will send with her Rebbe Ephraim, may he live, this coming Rosh Hashanah. The words of your true friend who loves you heart and soul, longing for your salvation with all his heart, and looking forward to seeing you soon in Uman, alive, well, and happy. Nasan, the same. Shemot HaTzadikim. From here are the names of the Jews mentioned in the Book of Chronicles. B'nei Zerach, Zimri, Eitan, Heman, Chalkol, Vadara, B'nei Eitan, Azariah, B'nei Chetzron, Yerachemel, Ram, Keluvai, Aminadav, Nachshon, Salma, Boaz, Oved, Ishai, Eliav, Avinadav, Shima, Netanel, Radai, Otsem, David, King David, Achyotehem, their sisters, Tzruya, Avigail, Avishai, Yoav, Asael, Amasa, Yeter Hayishmaeli, Yesher, Shavav, Ardon, Seguv, Yair, Ashkur Avitikoa, Yerachmiel, Ram, Vuna, Oren, Otsem, Achia, Maatz, Yamin, Eker, Shamai, Yada, Nadav, Avishur, Achban, Molid, Seled, Apaim, Ishi, Sheshan, Achlai, Yeter, Yonatan, Pelet, Zaza, Atai, Natan, Zavad, Eflal, Oved, Yehu, Azaria, Chalitz, Elasa, Sismai, Shalum, Yekamya, Elishama, Mesha, Maresha Avi Chevron, Korach, Tapuach, Rekem, Shama, Racham Avi Yarkeam, Shamai, Maon, Haran, Moza, Gazez, Yahedai, Regem, Yotam, Geshan, Felet, Efa, Sha'af, Shever, Tirhana, Sheva Avi Machbena, Avi Giva, Achsa Bat Kalev, Bene Kalev, Ben Hur, Behor Ephrata, Shoval, Salma, Haref. Rabnasan's Prayers 2, Prayer Number 10. In your Holy Torah, you reveal to us that experiencing joy constitutes the basic way of settling the mind. And you know how far I am from joy. Therefore I have come to you, Hashem my God and God of my fathers, master of joy and gladness, whose dwelling place contains joy. As the verse states, glory and majesty are before him, might and gladness in his place. Please have compassion on me and on your entire nation, the house of Israel, in your vast, great, hidden, true and eternal compassion. Pour true joy onto me from heaven, so that I will be only joyful always. May I be happy and rejoice in your salvation at every moment. I will truly rejoice in Hashem. My spirit will be glad in my God. May I bind joy to my mind until I free my awareness, consciousness, and thoughts, which have been imprisoned in bronze manacles of poverty, in this great and bitter exile for days and years, ever since the day that I gained awareness. Overcoming the Pain of Exile only you know the great, intense, bitter subjugation and exile that my mind suffers at every moment because of the many evil thoughts, distractions, and confusions in my heart, which are vain, foolish, and crooked. They come upon my mind and heart at every moment, deeply twisting and confusing them until the strength of the porter has collapsed. The entire essence of the exile of our minds is due to the difficult, heavy, and bitter depression that has overcome us from our beginning. As a result, we cannot settle ourselves and think clearly with a tranquil mind about our ultimate true purpose. 
We cannot direct our minds in accordance with our will because of the profound effect of the exile in our mind, because of the bitterness and depression that overwhelm us at every moment. And the fact that we do not settle our minds constitutes the essence of our distance from you, Hashem, creator of all worlds. Thus, we have come to what we have come, done what we have done, transgressed what we have transgressed, blemished what we have blemished, spoiled what we have spoiled, and become distanced as we have become distanced. Everyone knows in his soul how truly far he is from you, Hashem, from your Torah and from serving you. And these build on each other. The further we are, heaven forbid, the greater our bitterness and depression. And the more our depression and bitterness grow, the more our confusion of mind and its exile grow, until we cannot settle our minds at all. As a result, we become even more distanced, heaven forbid. And now, where will our help come from, our Father in heaven? From where will we seek help, healing, and rescue for ourselves as we are today in this generation, sick, stricken, and tormented? Gaze and see if there is any pain like ours. There is no pain like that of a soul that is far from you, Hashem, you who are the life of life, you who are good and do good, you who live forever and exist for all eternity. Heavens, be astonished about this and storm, for we have been consumed. Woe to us! We have destroyed the house of wisdom, burned the palaces of the intellect, and exiled exiled our mind to where we exiled it. Woe! What has become of us? Master of the world, the sufferings of our heart have grown so extensive that we do not know what to say or how to speak. What shall we say? How shall we speak? How can we justify ourselves? God, you have discovered our sin. We have transgressed, sinned, and rebelled before you from the day that we came into being until this day, sinning every day from early on. The help of the tzaddikim. At this point, we have no idea how to speak and settle our minds in this world, which passes like a fleeting shadow, in order to consider our true eternal purpose. But in your vast and mighty compassion, you have considered from afar how to bring us to a good end. You prepared the medicine for our mortal wound by sending us holy true tzaddikim in every generation. In their great power, they rectified what they have rectified and done for us what they have done. They have prepared balm and bandages for us, and medicine composed of various ingredients that provide precious, true, and eternal life. They have instructed us in a number of ways with wondrous and true counsel, so that we too may gladden our souls at every moment. In your vast compassion, you have inspired them to urge us strongly to be joyful at all times, no matter what. We will rejoice in you, Hashem. We will be happy and rejoice in your salvation in the fact that you have given us the merit to be of the seed of Israel, that you did not make us Gentiles. You did not make our portion like theirs, nor our fate like that of all of their multitude. In your mighty compassion, with wondrous and awesome miracles, you have rescued us from opposing and challenging the true tzaddikim and truly worthy people. You have done great things, Hashem, my God. Your wonders and thoughts are on our behalf. No one is comparable to you. If I were to tell and speak, but they are too many to tell, the entire day my mouth will be filled with the praise of your beauty.